In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I don't know if y'all have noticed lately the thing about the 1015 services. I don't know if y'all are still in bed or not. Um, but the days are already getting shorter. And so it's dark often when I get up. And this last Thursday, my rhythm's been on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I usually go run with a couple friends. And um, it's been getting darker and darker when we start out. And so this week we're meeting and Phil has his flashlight, which is needed for the first time uh, since this spring, I think. And we start out running. The thing is, when you're, when you're running in the dark with a flashlight, instead of looking up, you're always looking down so that you don't trip and destroy your hands or something like that. Um, I've preached about that before. Uh, so we're running in the dark, and we're looking down, and we're making our way from Mountain Brook Village up past the Y and through this neighborhood and around into kind of coming around this bend where you should see the sunrise, and we call it the sunrise loop. And I've been looking down at this point, and all of a sudden the sun is up and the light hits, and I notice it shining there like I hadn't seen it before. Doug Jones for Senate. I think some of y'all are probably nervous right now. I'm not making a statement of any kind. It's just the light hit it, physics, whatever. There it is. And you know what's staring at Doug Jones? Tommy Tupperville. Right there, face to face. Not the, not the man. Another sign. And what's behind Tommy Tupperville? A big blue flag. And it is apparent that these two neighbors have set the signs up so that they face each other directly. And you know what is in between the signs? Just the road. That is it. And so we start talking, just kind of wondering, you know, are these people friends or... You know, it's 2020, it's this some kind of like, I'm going to stick it to you. And, and, and Zach raises like, you think that's a big deal? You ought to see this house in Crestline where they've got a thousand signs in their yard and then the person directly across the street has another thousand signs. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you get the point. To the, to the place like, you know, they just have to stick it to their neighbor. Now, Y'all get how wrapped up we are with our identity and wanting to proclaim what it is that we believe. We use yard signs for it, like it's some statement that captures everything about us, this, this thing. And I, since this morning, I, I think, I don't know, it's a little, I think we have to be a little bit careful with this line, but you know what? Tommy Tupperville and Doug Jones have in common from a New Testament perspective. They are both people of the empire. They are elected officials there to perpetuate the system of power. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. 
And I also think that what you believe, your faith, should impact all parts of your life. It should shape your values and your ethics. It should stir you up. And that includes how you vote. But I'm not here to tell you what that looks like. I'm here to draw attention to what we convey and how we get wrapped up in what it is that we actually believe. So this is interesting. So I was doing some, some reading this week, and one of the things that I was reminded of that I had kind of forgotten is that we state what we believe every Sunday. We state what we believe. We read the Apostles' Creed. We read the Nicene Creed. These are statements of faith. There's other creeds. There's the Athanasius Creed that's in the back of the prayer book. is a historical document. But it's interesting to me that those creeds, the, the reason that we define what it is we believe is because historically the empire, whoever is in power, has had to have a litmus test. And so they've made a statement about the nature of God. And that has been defined in a creed. And so it's interesting to me that in the Apostles' Creed, we're about to, to confess it in just a moment, we state that Jesus was born a Virgin Mary. What comes right after that? He suffered under Pontius Pilate, died, and was crucified. <laughs> and so I hadn't heard this statement before, but it's kind of blown me away. The entirety of Jesus' life is wrapped up in a comma. The great comma. Because here's, what's, here's what happens. When we get so focused on the details on what we believe, we sometimes miss the point. We miss the point. What do we do every Sunday when we gather here? We hear a story about Jesus' life and what he is inviting us into. He's never saying, Paul actually does kind of say it in the, the, the epistle today, but Jesus is saying, follow me, do as I do. <laughs> Live in the comma. And when we focus too much on making our identity about what we believe, and I think what we believe matters, but as I see the signs growing in people's yard, I think there's something deeper that we ought to be doing. And as Christians, that is following Jesus. And listen to the gospel today. We have, it's a tough story. It's a tough story because we have this person who is, Lord who is promising, promising to torture the, 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 the servant who doesn't, who, who doesn't forgive uh, the people that, that owe him money. And I, that, is not, that is not our theology of, of God torturing us. But if you, if you take that just a step farther, what Jesus could be saying is it's so important. It is so important that if you don't learn how to live your life with this ethic of, of forgiveness and love and compassion— going to live in torment. 
You're going to live in torment, torment for per, per, um, perpetuity. I'm using words that are above my uh, level. Um, the way that we practice our life and live it out that flows out from what we believe, so much so that might even be more important. I mean, certainly, if we take the identity as Christians, that is more important than those silly signs that we put in our yard. And I know that we're all trying to figure out how to make this world a more beautiful and compassionate place, and we have a lot of different ideas. But when we put all our trust in the empire, it forces us to get dogmatic. And we put all that important stuff in a comma. And what we need, what we need more than anything to learn how to follow Jesus, how to be compassionate, how to forgive one another, how to lift up the lowly, how to seek reconciliation, how to fight sin. How to strive for justice, how to respect the dignity of every human being how to work for healing and touch, how to continue to figure out how to continue in the apostles' teachings. If I dare say it, I think it's important what you believe, but what comes out of that, the way that we live our life, Maybe more. Amen.